0: like a damn fool. Hello, and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna.
1: And I'm Rebecca Hart.
0: And, yes, we are here. Uh, it's been a while, but we've had lots of technical difficulties. We've recorded this before, but he is hoping it works this time. So. Yes.
1: I know, and it's bad, because it was with Carl last time. But he can't make it today, because he's working. Yeah, So you get me instead.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure that's a fine trade-off.
1: But the three of us will be together again soon.
0: Yep. For Moonbreaker.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll start off with news. Iron for Season 2 has wrapped up filming, as has Daredevil Season 3. So, exciting. And yep. Bullseye is also in Daredevil season three, which
1: about uh, time is not. Su- yeah, it's
0: it's it's not surprising, but it is about time because we did expect him to pop up earlier. But this, you know, it, it's yeah, it's going to be good. Um, I'm very excited for both.
1: Yeah, Luke Cage very is excited, what just so. over three weeks away. Yeah,
0: Four that's really away, close.
1: Um, and Punisher's filming at the moment. So everything's churning away on the Netflix-Marvel front.
0: And uh, remember, dear listeners, that Iron Fist is going to be in Luke Cage, even if it's one episode, so we'll keep an that's, eye that's for that.
1: That's uh, Connor's uh, guess, one episode.
0: Yeah. Because he, he's he been in... Yeah, I don't think he's been in any of the trailers. I haven't watched the trailers. so I haven't either. Yeah, because we all know the Defenders trailer didn't ruin anything at all.
1: I just, I, you know what? Um, I did this massive blocking for Infinity War and went in knowing very little. And since then, I've just not watched any trailers for anything. And I just, it's not, it's not. I mean, I still go to the cinema, so I see trailers there. It's, it's not so much a kind of stance. It's just I haven't really felt the need to. And yeah. Luke Cage is so near that, and I know I'm going to watch it anyway. So I'm, I'm kind of like, if I'm going to watch them anyway. And uh it's not like six months down the line, so I want any sort of content. Like you know, if they drop the iron for season two one tomorrow, I'd watch it. Um But yeah, yeah I've just not felt the push to watch any, so it's just been a really weird shift in my sort of like viewing. Because normally I'd yeah. go straight dive into them.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I'm different. It feels it feels like a Superman, or like like a Luke Star Wars trailer or something, or an Iron Fist trailer, I would watch the absolute crap out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would as well. I wouldn't if, be able if to If it, it was myself. a long way out. But I... I mean, anything... My usual rule is, if I'm going to see the trailer in the cinema for a film, I'll watch it online yeah, as soon as it drops. I'm not, much. like, going to avoid them. It's just when they start doing all their TV spots and, um, you know, little extra bits of coverage that you don't really need. I'm just like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh, People like us talking about movies, don't they? Because I've got an email saying you guys should talk about movies more. So, Do they? Uh, nice. yeah. Well, I, I've asked people, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we like hearing people talk about movies." So I guess this is one of the rare occasions where I've actually seen the new hip Marvel movie, as it were. Um, you know, I'm in, baby. I'm like, I'm one with the crowd now.
1: Nice. I like it
0: because I've seen Infinity War. So one of us. Yeah. But you haven't seen it?
1: No, of course I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. Oh okay. A total Marvel yeah, was... head. Did you like it? Yeah, it was,
0: uh, yeah I liked it.
1: Okay. Um, That's about the most you can get out of Connor about a Marvel film.
0: Uh, uh I, I I had a lot to say about Thor Ragnarok. Like good things. Um which, you know, isn't really relevant right now, but yeah, I just, I I did, I was trying to get certain spoilers from Infinity War before I saw it, but no one would give me any, so... Too Ray. bad. Yeah. You
1: shouldn't be given them, sorry. <laughs> That's what you hang out on 4chan and Reddit for.
0: Um, yeah, well... Yeah.
1: what can I say? I just,
0: it was just one spoiler, and it didn't end up coming true anyway, so I was sad, but yeah. No, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um... I don't think it's, like, the best thing ever, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, I, I really liked Grapefruit Man.
1: Ooh, he was ooh. great. Uh, Thanos. But in what way does he look like a grapefruit? You don't think he looks like a grapefruit? No, because they're yellow.
0: Uh I'm getting my fruits mixed up. He looks like a Sultana, but purple, then. Okay. Yeah. All right. I liked
1: that. At least that makes sense um, to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I thought grapefruits are purple. Remind mm. me of, no, I'm thinking of eggplants.
1: Yeah, you are thinking of aubergines okay. or eggplants. Eggplants
0: like. sounds better anyway.
1: What, so. than aubergine? I don't think so.
0: No, than then grapefruit. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, like, you know. But, it, I was really fortunate with Infinity War because I hated Thor. And that's not, that's not, um, an exaggeration, I hated Chris Hemsworth or before I saw Ragnarok, and I ended up liking him in Ragnarok. Um, so they ended up focusing on all the Avengers I really liked. Like I didn't like the Doctor Strange movie, but I like Doctor Strange as a character. Uh, I like Iron Man, I like Spider-Man. So they focused on all of them in this movie, because I ended up really enjoying it. Um, and Spider-Man as well, and I thought it was, you know, well-written and stuff, and... Uh, Marvel seems to have, like its villains, seem to be a lot better lately. Well, I guess like Black Panther and um, this movie, and Ragnarok. like the villains have actually. Hela
1: was better. Pretty good, I would say. Yeah, she was good. I feel like
0: she wasn't in it that much.
1: No, but I still think better than some of the ones that get, um, like laughed well, up, uh, like
0: Malaketh.
1: Yeah, well, everyone's better than Malekith. I mean, like you know, it's not, yeah, it's not, not very hard. high, bar <laughs> but like some of the other ones that people like tend to not think her as strong i think she was better than that but you're right she wasn't in it much but they had a hell of a lot of stories i mean i really enjoyed infinity war i yeah. I, I liked that i liked a lot of what they did with it and i didn't feel it didn't have i, I was very worried going in about how they were going to handle that many characters and i think they pulled it off
2: yeah which and the, to me was obviously the part biggest two worry.
1: Will be yeah of course i mean part two a right. uh, is going to be a huge part of it. But I, I'm not going into it with the same fear that the Russos can't juggle that many characters. Yeah. You know,
0: I'm well, not... Well, they not, don't have that many to juggle anymore, I
2: guess. But,
1: well, potentially they do. Um, I mean, in you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So, um, but... I, I certainly think for the majority of the film, they won't have as many characters to juggle. Um, I, I just... I, I enjoyed it. I, I've been a few times now, but I am a huge MCU fan. So...
0: Yeah, and I, and I enjoyed it despite not being a big MCU fan. Um, I can't say I'm looking forward to the next one just because I don't I don't really like the core cool movie Avengers anyway. I'm very um, much
1: looking forward to the next one because I like angst and misery, and I'm hoping for lots of that.
0: I do like angst and misery.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping for lots yeah. of. Uh, I'm interested to see how they bring this chapter to a close. And yeah. I'm interested to see if they can do it satisfying, in, in a satisfying manner. I think they can, and I think they, I think both Marcus and McFeely, the writers and the Russo brothers, have kind of shown that they can do this uh, more successfully than maybe Joss Whedon in Age of Ultron, etc., etc. And I'm not dissing it particularly. I just think that theirs have been better. Um, so, Hold yeah,
0: Joss Whedon, if you don't want to,
1: you can. I mean, I, I would if you want me to. But I just think that I just I, I, I just think that the ones that the Russo's worked on have been some of the best of the MCU films. Aside from like we're talking Ragnarok and Black Panther and stuff, uh, obviously with standouts as well. Yeah. Um. So I'm interested to see how they bring it to a close Who dies, if anyone dies, if I think it's chickening out if no one dies. There's a lot of things like that in my head, like, um, I'm just interested to see what happens. Uh, Yeah. So, but they are some, I mean, like, look, we've got Iron Man and Cap both on the playing board still, so there's no way I'm not going to be happy with that.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, and we all know Strange is playing four-dimensional chess. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: of course. Um, yes. and then what else? Have you seen anything else?
0: Um, for films, uh, there was a the they released posters of Shazam and Aquaman.
1: They did, yes.
0: Yeah, and I think I think Shazam looks really good.
1: It is alright.
0: I don't know. I just it's it got a lot of flack from you, but I think it looks really good. I think you should be drinking a chocolate milkshake instead of juice, though.
1: Isn't it supposed to be cool, a... Is it? I think so. That's what I saw somebody said online. I don't know. I've found exactly if he was a bit of a dick online, so I've kind of... <laughs> trying uh, not to let it yeah. affect me. But, um... I'll go see kind of some. the
0: same with Captain Marvel, because Brie Larson was a real jerk to a friend of mine. <laughs> so I'm kind of just like... Ugh! But, yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit um, like
1: that with Zack. But, like, um, I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel, just as an aside. Um, Aquaman, I keep forgetting exists, but obviously yeah, I will go see it. I, I just wasn't that impressed with him in Justice League. Like, it's I loved,
0: interesting they... I
1: liked Mera. F- in
0: Justice um, League. See, yeah, all the Aquaman stuff I was, like... I didn't dislike it. I was just like, eh. Yeah,
1: it was a bit bro. I mean... So I thought, indeed.
0: yeah, it was weird, like, I think, because obviously with Justice League, there was tonal inconsistencies for really, really obvious reasons. Um, if if people don't know, uh, it's because it had two different directors, and it was like a Frankenstein's monster um, movie, which I still enjoyed. I actually watched it recently, and I enjoyed it, but, uh, yeah, so, and Aquaman, I think, suffered the most from that, because he went from being, like, a serious sort of... You know, badass to like this dude, bro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's gonna be it interesting. Was
1: just odd. I'm gonna see them all. I mean, it's the same with Venom. I'll probably go see it, but I forget it exists. Yeah.
0: I just I find it interesting they scrapped the Flash movie, but not Aquaman. Like, I would much rather see a Flash movie than
1: I definitely would rather see a Flash movie. And it's not re- Scrap scrapped. I, yeah. It's just delayed. Ah, okay, I really see, see, liked. Flash. Um, he was talking the other day as Miller, at some convention, and he said he'd been talking to the director very recently. So
0: okay, yeah, and like even if they combine him with Cyborg, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm I really fine like those either thing. way. Um, is Ben Affleck still leaving
1: Batman? Oh god, not at the last. Uh, last thing I saw was that he wants to stay. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> It's just like... make I, I, up your mind. The problem with a lot of DC films at the moment is they spent so long last year announcing a new film every day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but now
1: I'm just like, you know what? Tell me when there's a trailer out and then I'll start caring about give, your film. Because give me then,
0: Man of Steel 2.
1: Well, you know, I believe that. T- I, you know, I, I fully am with you on that. But I'm just literally... Even if they announced Man of Steel 2 today, I would still be... Wait till the bloody trailers out because, like, you'll lose the director. You'll decide different people. You know, like yeah. you'll suddenly recast Superman. Then you won't rec- you know like, it will just be this whole mess of PR. And then it'll be like, as soon as the trailer's out, I believe your film exists. Until when it doesn't. And and I feel like that about all of them. And I I really want to hear more about the Nightwing movie. And you know, it's, it's kind of like the same with what's going on with the X Men movies at the moment. It's like they've just delayed them again. And it's like one of them's in the can. And you're still delaying you it, um, like New Mutants. Although then oh. they said they were going to do reshoots to add another character. Like, don't. Yeah. Just how about you? Just don't. You either release it or you don't. And then and now, apparently, Gambit is going to start shooting this summer. So really, where the X world is concerned, it's it's the same. So it's not just me having a go at DC. I just like, um, I just stop announcing things if you're not ready to commit to them.
0: Yeah, and like, when will they learn that reshoots? I think that they I think One Woman had lots of reshoots, and I think that's the only case where it hasn't adversely affected the movie. Because I can't think of any movies that have had heaps of reshoots recently that have not. Well, they
1: really always, affected they always they always say negatively. that they always say that all films go in for reshoots. Um, it's just a case of the big the big ones, and I think yeah, that's I think you're me. right. I think I think I think, I think when there are the big ones, it's never helped. It's like you've either got to stick with your vision and like believe in it and go for it's it all the... and then just market it differently. Like if you honestly think it's going to underperform, just just allow for it to be a smaller film. And once you've added the reshoots, you've upped the cost. You're probably going to then want to market the hell out of it even more. And it just adds to everything. It's just like, just chill and yeah. don't open it a record. Nothing has to win.
0: It's because the executives always freak out.
1: Well, apparently Deadpool like, oh. two added a lot as well, just to get some more current jokes in. And I'm like, I can do oh, with okay. I can do without Batman versus Superman jokes. Not that I've seen the film, and not that I'm going to see Deadpool, but that's besides the point. Um,
0: Stop it! Stop making fun of Batman v Superman. Just it's not that bad.
1: Just it's not funny anymore.
0: No, it's
1: not. It's like, it was funny for a couple of months afterwards, and then drop it. We're all adults. There's better jokes. It's like, yeah, they're clearly going to make a Thanos joke in Deadpool 2. But, like, just the one, and just move on. Yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know, whatever.
2: No, I like I, I like really Solo. Me,
1: um, I'll do the Solo review, because I liked Solo. Yeah, it.
0: Does, it doesn't matter what anyone
1: else it. thinks. I liked Solo.
0: Anyone who follows my Twitter knows I'm feeling pretty burned by Star Wars right now. So,
1: but that being
0: said, uh, Solo is something I might see if the opportunity arrives and I can see it free again. Um, and it's like a midnight launch, so just because that's so disconnected from,
1: it's, it's you know all the yeah, I I don't think you'll have the same problems with that. Like, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, know it's, that, it's, yeah. it's again, it's not like my top Star Wars film of all time. It's like, you know, what all the problems with it are going to be, and that's like, that you didn't need a prequel to Solo.
2: Yeah.
1: But actually, it ended up like, I walked out of it with a huge smile on my face and knowing that I would go and see a sequel if they made one.
2: Yeah.
1: So, you, I, ca- you like can't really huge... ask more for it than that.
0: I was never a huge Han Solo guy, um, no, so I wasn't I'm really not either. as as, like, worried that he'll be ruined or whatever, as bad as that sounds, like, um, but, yeah.
1: I mean, I disagree with you on Luke, but, like, um, well, Well, I I disagree with you on Last Jedi, I should say, I agree with you on Luke, um, for the most part, obviously, we, we clash on what we think the Last Jedi did, but, um, but it it is very different when you take the Force out of it, like, and you just have a human character.
0: Because yeah, I mean, if you had, if you have the force in it, then you have to, you know, there's, like all these other movies that you have to sort of. Uh, there's just a lot of problems can come up if you like try and yeah, anyway. I won't go into it, but yeah, if it, if it's just like a, a small side story and it's not it, the the thing is yeah, if it's not connected to the old movies, like I think that's a problem a lot of people are hap- having. It's like just leave the original trilogy alone. Um because yeah but with 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 a Han solo movie like it it I can't see it having much impact on those movies at all.
1: It has surprising uh, connections is all i will say i mean I'm, I'm sure it has but, that, but not but, but not impact necessarily
0: yeah it, it's not it's not gonna turn out like um yeah, it's not gonna retroactively change anything about those movies, I think.
1: I, I don't. I, mean, think I, it, I don't think it stuff. does. I think there's a couple of things it might add a slightly new, a slightly different nuance to, but not in a way that I think would ruin it for you. If yeah. that makes sense. Like there's tie-ins that you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I think I don't think you'd have the same problem with that. Basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, like one of the reasons I didn't like Rogue One is because they made it. It was like a direct act of sabotage, for the Death Star, and I'm like, really. That's, like, too meta for me, because I was just, like, a... That whole thing with the deaths, I was just a fan complaint, and then they made a movie about it. And, I don't know. But, uh, anyway, so... uh, That's all the news, that's all the movie stuff we're talking about. Unless, oh, I can't think of anything else that's come out recently. Um,
1: No, me neither. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we... Due, because I created a poll for what people want us to cover next, and kudos to you guys. We got like 30 votes on it, so thank you very much for participating. Um, and overwhelming victory for what we're covering next being the full Power Man Iron Fist run. Hurrah. So, uh, yay. Uh, that being said, if we get sick of it, <laughs> we're gonna just do the, <laughs> we're just gonna do the Iron Fist essential stuff, and save the other Power Man and Iron Fist stuff for a rainy day, because I've already gotten three messages, uh, these are from people I know, but they're asking, like, when are you going to do a Mortal Iron Fist, because I'm reading it, and it'd be cool to, you know, so, uh, like, because I guess the thing is, if we, if we do do, like, the full Power Man and Iron Fist run, that's at least, like, two years. Yeah, it's a Pretty much. Um, so, you guys might get sick of it, we get sick of it, and, like, if we get sick of it, you know, it's not going to be that fun to listen to us. If that makes sense.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so... But, like, I mean, we are definitely going to go through to the end. It's just a matter of if we're going to be doing every single issue or not. Um, but, yeah, for now, we are doing all of it. Just for now. And we are starting... Not with Power Man or Iron Fist, but with Power Man, issues 48 and 49. So before we jump into these, I highly recommend that you at least read Iron Fist 15 in the original series, and Marvel Team Up 63 and 64, because for Iron Fist, this picks up directly after that and is referenced a lot. So, yeah. And obviously... I think it's a good idea if you read, like, the whole original Iron Fist run, if you haven't, because this run is pretty much a direct continuation of that. Uh, Iron Fist got cancelled and merged in with Power Man, so they're continuing all the plot threads and stuff that were in the original Iron Fist run. Um, the, I mean, the Iron Fist run still ended pretty well, though. Uh But yeah, this is kind of like a sequel to that. And uh, on the Power Man side... Uh you don't have to read any Power Man, because these two issues kind of cover what you need. But, uh, I mean, the fir- if you read the first two issues of Power Man...
1: Yeah, it covers a lot I think of it, help- actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that would help you out a lot, just with understanding his character as well. But, you know, I mean, I think if you've seen the show, despite despite the changes... Like, uh, like, if you've seen the show, despite the changes, I think you'll have a rough idea as well of what's going on. Um, I mean, obviously, the most egregious change the show did is making him a cop. From
1: I thought so. It, uh, it's the one that really jarred with me the most because it just it it just changes the character.
0: Yeah, it changes who he is. Well, it <laughs> like changes it that kind
1: of guilt. Like we're about. To, I mean, we'll probably this will probably come up, but like even him having to like uh, sort of um, prove his innocence is very different when you say I was an ex cop to when you say I was an ex hoodlum.
0: Yeah, and, the, you know, he has a real chip on his shoulder in the comics about authority. Mm-hmm. Very good reason, and, like, in the, I don't know, it's just, yeah, as you said, it's just, like, Luke being an ex-cop is, like, the opposite of being an ex-hoodlum. It just, and he didn't even grow up in Harlem, either. Like, I'm not saying I dis, I'm not saying, like, I dislike the show Luke Cage, I just I just don't think those changes were really
1: yeah, good. I think Um, that's the one that really like hit me the most is like because you've made him now such a good guy. And he was also a cop. It's like he has like so few flaws in the Netflix series.
0: And honestly, he comes off as a self-righteous jackass to me in the shows. Well, I think that's the
1: thing is when in the comic you've come from a you've been a bit of a crook, but like a petty crook. Then, yeah, like he's
0: a jackass in the comic, but like he's a lovable jackass. It's a different.
1: Whereas, it's, a, it's a different. Yeah. It's a different journey you've taken to become a superhero, and it kind of informs why he's become a hero for hire. Because like, if he's a cop, he'd have just he'd have always been on that side of, you know, I'm yeah. upholding the law. Um, and it's to me, it's a more interesting journey, and they've kind of taken that away from him to make him yeah. slightly more bland. You're right. Um,
0: and yeah, I just I just find myself. Like, a lot of the times I just don't like Luke in the shows, specifically Defenders, because he just, he just comes off, uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, 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 yeah, the, the, as I said, like, he's, yeah, he's just, the, the ex-cop thing just makes him too, as you said, he's too good. Yeah. And it just comes off as really annoying because of his attitude.
1: But the interesting Um, thing about these two, these two issues is, um, we've got Bushmaster in the new Luke Cage series, Yes. So this is very much could be some of what this is very much what the Luke Cage series 2 might be drawing on of these issues. Especially yeah. as we know Misty's in it and especially as we know Danny's in it. Um, yes. I mean, obviously it'll be done differently because oh, different setup yeah. and stuff. But it's, it's kind of an interesting. This is kind of how I wanted series like the end of series 1 to go. Like, I wanted. Get rid, of you know, like do cottonmouth for however long you're going to do cottonmouth. But then I kind of wanted them to go to bushmaster and and deal with like getting Luke proven innocent, so we could have Danny and Luke together. So it is kind of, yeah. um, it's kind of cool that they're coming around to doing it in series two.
0: Rest in pepperoni cottonmouth. Yes. Mm. Um. Yeah. No, that that is interesting because yeah, bushmaster is in these issues and he popped up in Iron Fist. There's a shadowy... Well, well he's... Not uh, even yeah,
1: Iron epic. Fist rescued Misty from him.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, actually, no, she just left Bushmark. Well, but...
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, that I, I am going to go into that, because oh. I think it's pretty funny. Um. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... I'll go into... Uh, no, we'll go into that when it pops up. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so... First up, we have Power Man 48, which was published December 1977. Now, the cover is, uh, you know, it's a good cover. We got uh, Power Man Takes on the Martial Arts Mind of Iron Fist, although the Iron Fist doesn't have any, like, bolts or anything in it, it's just the same font, that's about it, but um, we have Luke saying, "You got some bad moves, ballet britches, but kung fu and a flaming fist won't stop me from bringing this building down your head." And Danny's like trying to kick Luke in the face while Luke's bringing down like the ceiling. Danny has his fist ignited, and Colleen's kind of looking in the back, going, "Man, they are destroying this house." And yeah, you know, it, it as as the, as is the case as many covers from this era, it does the job. This is, even if it's not exactly what you're getting in the issue, it's like, hey, this is an action-packed issue where they're going to be fighting each other.
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I'll read the recap because this is our first Luke Cage comic. Uh, we might cover Power Man 1 and 2 at some point, but, you know, it's just it's just an idea I'm sort of playing with in my head, so don't hold your breath. But uh, actually, I will say right now, for the Power Man run, if anyone wants to guest on our show, just uh, send us an email. We'll be happy to have you on here. Uh, especially any Luke Cage fans as well. If you guys want to hop on, because I know Carl's a Luke Cage fan, but uh, Rebecca and I don't think we know that much.
1: Well, I've read his run, but that's about it. I read the whole oh, of Power Man, okay,
0: but a long time. Well, you know ago. more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there might be die-hard Luke Cage fans out there that would love to jump on, because this is Power Man and Iron Fist, so feel free to hop on, because we're an Iron Fist podcast, but, you know, we want to give rep to Power Man as well, we don't want to just be talking about Iron Fist all the time, so yeah, um, feel free to shoot us an email and hop on, I think we've already got a guest coming on at some point soon, so that'll be exciting. Uh Carl's handling that, but yeah, so I'll get that out of the way. Now I'll read this. Yeah, sorry guys, uh I'm using my epic collection, but it's right at the start, so it's awkward to handle. Uh,
1: oh, I can read it if you want. Okay, sure. Luke Cage, wrongly convicted and sentenced to prison, reborn in a freak experiment um, that gave him steel-hard skin and strength beyond belief, a man who hides his identity as an escaped convict in the role of a hero for hire. Stanley presents Luke Cage, Power Man. Uh, Chris Claremont's the writer burn penciler, Dan Green, Inca, and Annette. I can't even read her name. Uh, Koweki is the yeah. lecturer and Francois Monley colorist.
0: Archie Goodwin is the editor. Now I'm sure we all know this, but a uh, brief brief background. Cage okay? just created during the black exploitation sort of era by uh, I believe it was Roy Thomas. Yeah, no, I'm Sounds pretty sure Roy Thomas. Right, yeah. And he is carried by Roy Thomas, Archie Gordon, and John Romita Sr. So, but I'm sure you all knew this anyway. Um, but yeah, and obviously it was, uh, the martial arts genre and the black exploitation genre is sort of dying down in popularity. So they thought, hey, let's, uh, do a test run of combining them, uh, with Power Man and Iron Fist, because both their run and runs were, you know, going well on sales and about to get cancelled so they combine them both and it ended up being uh I'd say the pair's still most successful run to this day mm-hmm. is being paired together because it's a very it's a combination that just doesn't work on paper but it worked. <laughs> it yeah. like really worked. Uh sort of lightning in a bottle I guess. Um and, and I mean I know he said like we might get sick of this run, but it is a really good run. Yeah, it is. Uh, It's just
1: like with all long comic runs, um, there's definite ups and downs and filler issues and stuff like that. It's not that any of them are bad, bad. It's just, that's what I mean. It went for a long time. Yeah. I think
0: it gets pretty bad towards the end, but that's a long way away. So
1: There's still some good
0: bits in it, but yeah. Oh, definitely. But yeah. So, oh, and I will point out that... um, Chris Claremont wrote one issue before this for Power Man, and this is the first issue of Power Man that John Byrne has also hopped on. So this is essentially the Iron Fist team writing Power Man, because mm-hmm. um, Claremont and they're not on it for long because uh, they are also doing X Men, which is easily their most famous run, and they're about to hop off to put all their efforts onto that. But yeah, so. The title is Fist of Iron, Heart of Stone. Our story begins in the quiet of a midsummer night in the elegant west side Manhattan townhouse of Danny Rand. And it begins with Colleen Wing, one of Danny's closest friends, friends, staying at the house while her own apartment is being remodelled. And uh, Colleen's just making some coffee, and all of a sudden... This outrageous man busts through the wall, or door. Wall, I think.
1: I think wall, and, yeah. He doesn't <laughs> look like a doorman.
0: And the opening dialogue is, Heads up, Misty Knight, because Power Man's coming at you. <laughs>
1: yeah. And some of the dialogue for Power Man in this is really... 70s, hilarious. Bad, hilarious.
0: Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> like, this issue just makes him look Yeah, this look like is, a complete This is, moron. This is not um, your
1: Luke Cage of today.
0: Yeah. And uh Colleen is just bewildered. Yeah. <laughs> I really I I really like her outfit though. I don't know what it is, but I like it.
1: Yeah, it's nice, it's like just, a bit of Japanese influence. Yeah, That's it just jumped of... out at me. Yeah. Um, and
0: uh yeah, and it mm-hmm. and finally it begins with violence. Yeah. So uh the first thing Colleen does is throw the coffee in his face.
1: Well, he realises uh, she, has... she's not Misty Knight. Well done, brilliant,
0: Luke. Brilliant observation, Yeah, uh, you getting a lot of stupid Luke moments in this Really, um, it's,
1: it's actually embarrassing.
0: Yeah. And uh so then Colleen, in a pretty funny panel, starts running.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> she realises that he's got the, like, it's going to be a hard match for her.
0: Oh, definitely. I can see why she's running yeah. away. Like, you know, who wouldn't? But it just looks like a bit of a funny run.
2: Like, it's, it's very—it's a
1: hilarious run. And then, like, yeah. but then he just like he he like body tackles her and sits on her. <laughs> like, it's like be I'm... cool,
2: mama. Yeah, and
1: starts calling her mama. Like, I don't want to have to get rough. And it's like even Colleen is like, this is insane. I thought Cage was one of the good guys. <laughs> it's That's like... completely nuts. Oh. Like. <laughs>
0: It's completely yeah. insane. And so Luke's pretty much saying he has to find Misty Knight, like quickly. There's no time to waste and you know, don't make me hurt you. So then Colleen does a throw using Luke's body weight against him and throws him against the room. Christmas
1: Yay.
0: Not bad, she have to buy three hundred pounds <laughs> like I weighed nothing. No wonder the man said I was the only one who could help it. <laughs> <laughs> fancy moves on no she's only a woman <laughs> and this isn't this isn't this is like this isn't Chris Clement this is Luke Cage specifically because yeah Claremont's never discounted Colleen and Missy because they're women like, I know. This all yeah, yeah, This is this oh. is
1: all them putting it on. I mean, like to be fair, like he said, he's three hundred pounds and bulletproof and super strong. And she's a skinny chick. And she's a skinny chick, and he doesn't know what her skills are. So, like, I'm not gonna go off on a big rant about him saying that. Every time he says <laughs> stuff like that, it, I just find it funny. But he, like, he's not doing himself any favors with today's readership. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: And he's pretty much going. I don't want to hurt you. Just tell me where Misty is. And she's like, What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and so she says like you've come a long way from temporary membership in the Fantastic Four
0: <laughs> that's right mama but a man's gotta do what he's gotta do yeah. I wish there was some other way I wish I could let she go but I can't and I read that out because he's essentially saying that for the rest of the issue yeah like I don't like what I'm doing here but I gotta do it and he's always being really vague about it and everyone's just like what the hell yeah so she's hiding behind the couch <laughs> Um, <laughs>
1: Which he does a little inner monologue about how he's not going to go over it or round it, he'll just go through it, and like basically punches the sofa away from her.
2: Yeah. and uh, It is pretty so
1: funny, because she... then she leapfrogs over him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Cage knows that she's faster, so he's yeah, figured, yeah. like, if he goes around, she's going to make a run for the door. But yeah, then she just uh, leaps over him, but she's like, I can't handle this alone because, you know, if she makes one mistake, she's yeah. pretty much a goner. Um, because he is... The behemoth, to say the least. Uh, so she says she can't risk heading outside because he might have brought friends. I mean, I would risk the friends.
1: Yeah, me too, probably.
0: Like, but she decides she can't. Hasn't she, like, uh, I guess she doesn't have a katana on her, so.
1: Uh, she may, yeah, maybe she doesn't carry it. I mean, she's at Danny's house, so.
0: I mean, she's living there right now because yeah. her apartment's getting fuddled.
1: I mean, you'd um, think it would be somewhere, but maybe it's not to hand.
0: I guess as I mean, long like she, she was just making coffee, anyway. that's true. Yeah, she wasn't prepped for battle.
2: Yeah.
1: So... so she and runs uh, upstairs she's... because obviously yeah. because it's Danny's house, it has multiple floors. Yeah. Um, and gets into his third floor study. And John
0: Burns is an interior designer as well.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a very nice looking flat, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she decides it's not the door's not going to hold him, even if he has to check every room. So she decides to move the bookcase in front of it, um, and she
0: uses uh, she uses a key here. Yeah, and she says it's 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 not Danny's iron fist will have to do the trick, and so I guess I really like how she uses key here yeah. to move the bookcase. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm not sure if that's supposed to be because she got the trick from Danny or she just knows. Like how to use her key. No, yeah, like I think. I it.
1: mean, like, th- yeah, exactly. It, it's very unspecified. It's
0: just, but it's really cool. I like Yeah,
1: it. I like it as well. And then there's another thing that shows she's not just a wimp.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, she's <laughs> she's wants to call the police, but it'll take him too long. It'll take too long to convince them what's happening, which, which is, is fair is enough. True, yeah. Uh, so she. Needs Missy and Danny. She said she was cooking them dinner at her apartment. Blast! I (laughs) misdialed.
1: I like that as a little additional bit. Like, you would do that if you were nervous.
0: Yeah, if you were being chased by a Yeah. I like
1: that there's, like, not everyone's doing everything perfectly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so she's ringing them, and just as she gets through, Luke Cage breaks through the door...
0: I like how he tries the door first, though.
1: I know, bless him. Like,
0: he's like, door's locked. But, like, he didn't do that when he came in. No, he didn't. Like, he just came through the wall instead. It's like, well, he didn't know what was on the other side of the wall, either. Yeah, he had awkward. no idea.
1: And then, but on the um, other end of the phone, you can hear Night Grey apartment. That's obviously because, if you haven't read those issues, uh, Misty Knight lives with Jean Grey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there was a big fight involving potato salad. It's the um, best.
1: It's honestly... Go look at our review of that if you can find it, because it's
0: fantastic. Danny uh,
1: learning what potato salad is and then flinging it at Storm is always one yeah. of my favorite moments.
0: And plus, <laughs> it's cool seeing Iron Fist fight Colossus, Nightcrawler, and Wolverine at the same time For sure. and hold his own. Like it's pretty awesome. Uh, and uh, so Colleen ends with Misty. Oh my god, no! So that's a probably a pretty good indicator that they should get her over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then we move to the romantic dinner at Misty's house yep um you know, the w- place looks nice, Missy. <laughs> you
0: never know me and the x men turned into a war zone uh
1: last issue <laughs> Danny
0: owns Danny's company owns the uh whole building, yeah, it turned out, so that's the reason Missy and Jean didn't get kicked out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it must be nice, right, yeah.
0: And Misty, uh, you know, she's like after that Bushmaster fiasco and the Hong Kong cape with Colleen, it's good to be home. So this is this is where we'll get into. Okay, so the Hong Kong fiasco, I don't know what that was, but uh, Misty and Colleen are like part of Nightwing restorations now. They have been for a while. Yeah, Wood um, knows this too. That's how he knows them by reputation. Uh, so they just like in Hong Kong and Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, which is another rainy day. There's lots of deadly hands at kung fu stuff we haven't done, so it's always rainy day yeah. stuff. But yeah, with Bushmaster, so Misty was hired by D. A. Blake Tower, who beat Foggy Nelson in the election for D. A. Fun fact, and uh, Raphael Scarf, our favorite lovable mustache useless cop, um, who was a bad guy in Luke Cage. Yeah, which was I had a really like weirdly dark backstory, but whatever. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, she was hired to go undercover Spanish spawn this bu- Bushmaster crime ward, essentially. And she was posing as his girlfriend. Yes.
1: Maya Corday.
0: Yes. So she was uh, undercover with him, and then she overhears him talking to Davos about a hit on Iron Fist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So at that point, she throws him against the wall, completely blows the cover, and runs off. Yes. And... Right. That has not been addressed.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> like she's like, oh, after that awful business with Bushmaster, it's like, Misty, I don't know if you can consider that over, right? Like, because <laughs> he kind of <laughs> just ran out. Um, so that might catch up to her very soon. Like these two issues, but maybe, uh, maybe.
1: Yes, let's
0: see. <laughs> it was a pretty funny way of. It was the whole thing was pretty funny, like. It's... But yes, yeah, so. So
1: she's being a bit flirty, and then the phone rings. And Danny's like, don't yeah. answer it, Misty. Yes.
0: He's yeah, such a, he's one, such a smoothie. Don't answer it. It's probably nothing important.
1: But then we find out Misty is a compulsive phone answerer.
0: Because
2: <laughs> that's a yeah. thing.
0: I mean, I'm going to go on this little rant like I did with Carl. Why do you not answer the phone? <laughs> right. Like, even. <laughs>
1: Even if you have, like, an unknown number, I still answer it, because I want to know who it is. I, You know, like, I've, the... I've had a couple of times when I haven't, but it's so rare, and it's usually specifically because I want to avoid one person who's ringing, and I know who that yeah. is. Yeah. And now we've got an age where you've got answer machines and voicemail, um, so it's a different thing. Like, in the 70s, when they're writing this, the only option is to not answer it, and I think... What people used to do instead was leave the phone off the hook so it couldn't even ring, yeah like I've got a friend, it, I mean, I've got a friend who used to do that just like put the phone off the hook um, if she was not feeling great so she didn't have to answer it but I mean it's just the idea of being a composite it's like you either somebody who answers the phone or you're going yeah. to ignore it it's, it's a really odd bit of dialogue that again made me laugh
0: and who leaves like it's like what seven eight o'clock at night yeah. I mean it's probably an important call, right? So Probably. Why oh, gee, jeez Danny. Imagine if imagine if Misty was like, "Okay, Danny." You know? Yeah. It could be bad for Colleen.
1: Luckily, Misty's a compulsive phone answerer, and yes. they both hear Colleen's distressed voice.
0: Yeah.
1: And the phone call. And
0: calls. uh what, what, let's, let's get to, let's get up to your place fast, Daddy. What's happening? I'm not sure. It could be nothing. An accident, maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like what, unlikely. Did she fall
0: down the stairs when she was on the? <laughs> yeah. <train?
2: laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah. uh, she just so thought she'd cut,
1: ring and then she fell. This happens a lot.
0: So we cut back to uh, Luke Cage and he's he apparently
1: again. he apparently knocked the bookcase on top of Colleen.
0: Yeah, he's like, what, you crazy? You keep using your muscles instead of your brain, you ain't got a prayer. I should have figured the lady had barricaded the door. Now if she's hurt or worse, then what do I do? I'm
2: a puppet. I'm a puppet
0: dancing to the boss man's tune. He's got me boxed in, and the harder I try to cut myself loose, the worse everything gets. He hasn't tried to cut himself loose, I'm just nah. going to point out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Colleen's KO'd, um, but she is breathing. So, you know, because a bookcase fell on her, so I guess that'll do the trick. But... Yeah, we get the we get the shady car outside. He's been in there a long time, man. What's keeping him? Be cool, bro. Going from superhero to kidnapper in one night is a heavy change for a righteous dude like Lucas. Love it. So we have shades and how do you pronounce the guy? Comanche. Comanche. Uh, they were in Power Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're uh, part of the. Uh,
1: they're part of his street gang.
0: Yeah, they were in. Um, and they were in prison with him as well, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Shays uh, is in the show. Yep. Except he was a white dude in the show. Uh, uh no, Hispanic. Like... In the show. Okay.
1: I'm just saying he's not hey, Hispanic. Like, oh, he's Hispanic.
0: Oh, okay, right. Hispanic. Uh, but he had a thing for, like, uh, Black Mariah, which is really weird. But well, not that whatever. one. I mean, well, whatever. I thought it was weird. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, they're they're waiting outside. There are obviously the guys that have put Luke up to this, um, and they cut the yeah they cut the phone lines the minute Colleen tried to call someone. But I don't know how they knew she was calling someone. Yeah,
1: I don't know either.
0: And also, I mean, she still got the message through. Yeah.
1: So. So they're pointless. But they're yeah. trying. But they do see Misty turn up, and they say that's just the foxy lady we've been looking for.
0: Yeah, and um yeah, they're obviously the black man. Well, part of the black man because like he knows what will happen if he steps out of line, because mm-hmm. the the issue hasn't hammered in enough that Luke's acting against his will, because <laughs> um, he keeps screaming about it every time he gets yeah. a panel to himself. Uh, so yeah, Misty's walking up the apartment Uh, don't know where Danny is but that'll be addressed soon Uh, so Luke actually broke Colleen's arm
1: yeah but he set it for her how nice yeah (laughs) and then all of a Uh, sudden he recognises that it's Colleen
0: oh yeah because he didn't recognise it before yeah Um, oh yeah because the photo showed her with a different hairstyle yeah right
1: (laughs) really not bathing Uh, himself in glory as a you know Hero for Roop. hire. I'd probably hire someone else at this point.
0: Caveman for hire, maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he keeps talking to himself about, you know, how much he hates everything. Uh, he, <laughs> this, is, this is the self-pity issue for Luke.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He's
0: on self-pity patrol, and, like, house-wrecking patrol, but, yeah.
1: But then he hears someone at the door, and it's Misty!
0: Yeah, and she's like, "I hope I knew what I was doing. I dropped Danny off a couple of blocks back."
1: Yeah, this is like, <laughs> Danny's been left as backup.
0: Yeah, I I don't think like a couple of blocks is a pretty long way. I know Danny can run fast. It's not but...
1: that far, in New York. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, blocks yeah, in New York real, are pretty really... short.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Colleen,
2: um, you home, hon?
0: She is yeah. Miss Night, but she ain't seeing visitors. And by the time she wakes up, you and I are going to be long gone. And uh yeah, Luke Cage is threatening her. You know, you come with me either peacefully or in pieces. The choice is yours. So uh, Misty shoots him, um, because uh, well, Shoot she knows quite that. a
1: lot. Yeah, even though she knows it's not going to do any good.
0: Yeah, well, I guess that's it's a good thing that she does know because she would have shot him dead. That being said, you know, I don't know. I don't think you should. Yeah, whatever. I'm not getting into that. No. <laughs> like. Yeah, for a comic book hero, it's a good thing she didn't just shoot like a guy that she didn't know had unbreakable skin.
1: Yeah. Um, And he says, what are you going to do? Punch me. And she says something like that and uh, gives him a good old bionic punch to the gut.
0: Yeah. And uh, pushes him against the wall. And he's like, I'm impressed. I ain't been hit like that in quite a while. You keep up the pressure and I guess I might be in trouble. But then he just like, traps her arm against the, uh... (laughs) thing, and, uh... And then, like, throws her
1: over against a chair.
0: Yep, so that's two KOs for Luke. (laughs) Yeah. She's um, out cold now.
1: Yeah, and he talks about Misty having the bionic arm... He said he didn't think he'd be that powerful, but then you get like the panel that really matters. Guess I ought to be uh, real proud of myself. I mean, two women punched out in one night. <laughs> What's next, kids? <laughs> yeah, it's lousy, but man, I got no choice. You definitely have a choice not to punch them out, Luke.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just threw her across the room. You could
1: overpower pretty, like, them, uh... tie them up. Like I like, like there's he didn't, many, he didn't many mean ways. To
0: knock you out. He didn't Colleen, mean to knock out no. Colleen, but like, he just threw Misty violently against the wall. Yeah. Like, he has super strength. Yeah. You know? It's like, chill. Um,
1: There's many that ways. to could kill you could, her. Yeah. Uh, and, but you do see in the background a fist coming out of the yes, darkness.
0: This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been waiting for.
1: And then as the, Luke so, carries on yeah. whining, <laughs> he gets even more he, of Danny. <laughs> and yeah, he's the, like trying to persuade himself that in the game of survival, the only rule is there ain't no rules.
0: Mr. Cage, turn around.
1: (laughs) And then and (laughs) by then the the iron fist is up as well, so
0: Yeah, it's an awesome transition how it starts off with just the fist. That's sort of like his silhouette, uh, you know, in shadows, and then it just zooms in on his fist flaming, and we get the classic Chacao that they love to use for the sound effects.
1: That is definitely (laughs) going out of a wall. There are bricks.
0: it's The punch was so hard it is, like, disintegrated Luke's clothes as well. Yeah, well. Oh.
2: I,
1: I, okay, this is one thing I will tell you about the Power Man run. And I, I say this, you know, I, I'm not into Luke Cage particularly. I wanted to read it so I got full context for this. There, he loses his shirt more than any other comic character I know in that particular run. <laughs> like, we joke about me laughing about Damon Hellstrom never having a shirt. But, oh my god, everything gets rid of his shirt he gets it burnt wow. off he gets acid on it and it's all to prove that his skin is bulletproof but he's <laughs> barely <laughs> ever in a shirt it's, it's actually hilarious like because um, you know like when we do it with danny we joke about it because he's got the costume that shows half his chest but luke literally yeah. always has his shirt ripped off him or he's changing shirts or it's very very funny but yeah he goes like right across the block into another yeah, building
0: such an awesome page him getting punched out of the it is Yeah, you know, this is like your money shot of the issue really yeah. um, like the building looks like it's falling apart <laughs> yeah like I mean you you get this like amazing
1: reaction shot from Shades and Comanche that just see him going flying past
0: <laughs> yeah just their mouths have dropped and they're just wide eyed they're like Ugh. what and yeah Luke is just being punched across the street into the next building and the next building proceeds to fall on top of him yep <laughs> It's just like, whoa. Um, So they run off,
1: basically. They go, let's go tell the boss. Yeah,
0: they cheese it. They get out of there. Um, You know, uh, the boss figured Lucas could handle any opposition this side of the Fantastic Four, but he figured wrong. But then Luke just gets up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he recovers pretty much straight away. Yeah. Um, And Luke's like, no, they're shades, Comanche, they're bugging out. They must have figured I was zapped for good. They'll call the boss, I'll tell him what went down, and then he'll, my wife, my friend's lives, they're on the line tonight, and I blew it. It's too late for them, too late for me. But before Luke Cage goes down, someone's going to pay. So Misty's woken up, um, and uh, Heart of the Dragon, Danny exclaims, as uh, shirtless Luke comes barreling Mm, through the hole. And
1: and we see Misty's okay, because she's sitting up now. Yeah
0: her afro-cushion, the impact. (laughs)
1: It's
0: like having a big pillow on your head.
1: I don't think we should talk about afros. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yes, so then there's a fight, Fight Mark Two.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, So, Danny's just dodging, he does a double-kick to Luke Cage's face, which, uh, you know, uh, he's saying... He has no fighting technique, but he doesn't need any. Hitting him is like hitting a chunk of cast steel. Worse, actually, since he can actually shatter steel. So, yeah, Danny's playing Jackrabbit, essentially. He, uh, hops onto the awning, kicks Luke in the face, cracks sound effect, but it still doesn't really hurt Luke. Uh, and then, yeah. But Danny does point out he's only human, he still has to have a weakness.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so he tries, he's going to try and use words, reason, with Luke Cage. What's going on, pal, man? I thought you were a hero. Maybe and maybe it was all a dream. Just like the dream I've been my own man these past years. Maybe I'm tired of playing games, and he lifts the floor up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. What, what are you going to do with your fancy floor work when you've got no floor to dance on? Danny's like, yeah. gods!
0: Yeah, so Luke, Luke is just looking to vent his anger, and Danny's the next best, like, he's the available target for that, so, yeah. So he starts choking Danny, um, but Danny senses in his heart that Power Man's not a killer. Um, so essentially what happens here is Danny's playing possum, um, but if that doesn't work, he's going to uh, do an eardrum blow, which will kill him. Yeah which would be unfortunate. But luckily, Danny doesn't have to do that because... Luke comes uh, to his senses. Yeah, his bluff worked, and yeah. Luke's like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm strangling Kung Fu Man to death. And, uh...
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: He's like, "Wick Cage is no killer, set of his closest friends.
1: And Danny now finally says, what the hell are you talking about, Cage? You're not making sense.
0: Yeah, you're being really vague.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, doesn't concern you, boy. And then he's like, hell, the hell it doesn't. This is my house you've wrecked. My friends yeah. you've beaten and tried to kidnap. The least you could do is tell us why. Fair point. And he's yeah, like, I had no uh, choice. And what, basically says, yeah, yeah.
0: He's like, you've, you've won. won. The big man's won, and I've just killed the two people closest to me in the world. Colleen doesn't look too impressed as, like, you know, her broken arm is in a friggin' yeah. sling. Uh, next issue, Seagate is a lonely place to die. So let's talk about that issue before we go on to the next one. Um, what did you think?
1: I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a nice introduction. You're always going to get that strange, like, oh they meet and fight. But, um... Yeah. It's nice because of the connection with Misty and Colleen as well. Like They're friends, so she's obviously naturally going to call either Danny or Misty the fact they're together. So nobody seems to be there unbelievably it's not forced yeah yeah there's no kind yeah. of oh they just turned up at the flat and there's a fight um there's sort of reasons for everything so i think it's at least yeah, thought about yeah
0: the reason that there's and the reason like for this whole thing even happening definitely ties into yeah like Fist and makes it organic as well because there's ties to both characters there um, it's I definitely mean, one I of guess... my
1: favorite meetups like yeah in terms of that
0: um, actually, I will mention now, because we didn't mention it and we covered Iron Fist and The Thing, two in one, but they didn't actually fight before they teamed up, which is a very rare. Yeah. Occurrence. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the, the reason you want to read this issue is to see, uh, Danny Punch Luke across the road.
1: Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was,
0: that was like the big moment. Um, but yeah, it was, like, it was a fun issue, but man, it was so dialogue heavy and it was all the same dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like Luke Cage was saying the same oh, thing. Oh the the whole dialogue's story. pretty
1: bad. Like honestly it's I don't want
0: to be doing this. I've no choice. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like the whole issue. It's like, man, shut up. <laughs> yeah, the dialogue's it's just, not it's good. Self pity patrol. Um yeah, I mean you know Chris Claremont's a man of the streets, but Yeah. It was uh it was still fun though. Um But yeah, I found Luke Cage like I don't think it's... A, it's not a good introduction for his character.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Comes off as a really whiny caveman, obnoxious, like... It's only when you read the idiot. two issues yeah.
1: together and you get the rest of the context, but it is really whiny.
0: But, yeah, even then, it still doesn't really excuse how he's acting. In no, Power no, but it's slightly like, better. Yeah. Artwork's awesome, though, as usual.
1: The artwork's uh, thank great. Thank you,
0: Sir John Byrne. Yeah. um. So, I guess we'll go on to Power Man 49 now. So, uh, we have the cover of uh, Danny is looking very hurt and broken in the foreground. Uh, And he's lying down and uh, we have Luke Cage fighting a mystery man. Uh, well he's not a mystery man but it doesn't tell you what his name is yeah uh, Iron Fist is finished and you're next Cage because I got the power now I don't Mm -hmm. care if you're stronger than me Bush. oh it does say his name (laughs) Bushmaster (laughs) Uh you're going to pay for his life Cage returns to the prison where it all began Seagate is the only place (laughs) to die so I guess we know that Bushmaster is the orchestrator behind this which makes sense that he would want Misty because he's probably feeling pretty slighted by Misty because she was an undercover cop (laughs) Well, not cop, undercover agent that, uh.
1: Yes, because yeah. she left the Slight. cop when she lost her arm.
0: Yeah. So he's he's obviously very angry at Misty, and Misty never really wrapped that up. She just sort of left, so yeah. now it's coming back, um, not surprisingly. But yeah, uh, so again, Chris Clement's the author, John Burns the artist, Dan Green is the inker, uh, Annette K. Molyan, uh, Quackzack, Zack, yeah. the be- letter Archie Goodwin is the editor.
1: And we pick up where we left off with the the mall. More... Wait a second, has Danny got a dog on his knee?
0: Yeah, this is... Me and Carl talked a lot about this, because... Like, all of a sudden there's a dog here, and he even has a sound effect, like, Rolf? <laughs> but he never pops up again. No, this is the a dog random never dog. Pops up again. Ever. Oh yeah, actually, the dog's in a panel...
1: Oh yeah, but okay, but a like bit
0: later. But like, in this
1: issue, is this dog's? It's really only bizarre. Issue? Like, cause Danny, the Danny has never
0: been shown to have a dog. No, if, unless if someone wants to correct me on this, feel free to email us. No, I'm us, fairly
1: sure I've never seen a dog.
0: It's just yeah, it's very bizarre. Maybe like, uh, maybe John Byrne wanted to put his dog in there or something. I don't uh, know. Who um, knows?
1: Maybe it was supposed to be like a cuddly toy pillow or something, and they coloured it wrong. Oh no, because there's actual the, lettering in there.
0: Yeah, and like, (laughs) or was the dog left homeless by all the destruction?
1: Maybe they just picked up a dog on the way.
0: Yeah, it's just a very bizarre...
1: It could be Colleen's dog? Who knows?
0: Maybe, I don't think she has one either, I don't think
1: I've ever seen her discuss a dog before.
0: Yeah... Danny's like, why is there a dog in it? it's just, it's just, Yeah, you have this scene and Danny's just patting this dog. It's yeah, just very it's bizarre. It's
1: really, <laughs> really strange. But they're basically, they basically, they take a couple of pages to establish what's happened in the last comic. Um, yeah. So yeah,
0: Luke's drinking coffee and he has a red shirt now. Yeah, and he's um, got a
1: kind of robe. God knows who had a robe that would fit him in that house, but whatever.
0: And no one's looking impressed with him. And even the first dialogue is Danny just saying, Why, Cage? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's uh, like you
0: someone's been a naughty boy, they gotta sit in the naughty corner, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. So you have another a page where it basically flashes back and then you get Danny saying again, After what's happened, the least you can least you owe us is an explanation. And then, you know, like Danny's like quoting his words back, What did you mean? And then Luke has to be like, Oh, I don't know if I wanna tell them, I have to reveal who I am you have to talk about which being is, in prison, which I can it's understand. It's kind of fair you know, enough. because you might not want people who've just met you, that you've just beaten up for no reason, um, to know that you're an ex-con, I guess. And, and the he, other
0: thing is, well, as he says, Misty's an ex-cop. Yeah. He probably says connections, so... Like, because he, he does have a chip on his shoulder about cops.
1: Yeah, he really does. But then Misty um, wanders off and goes to a computer in the back anyway.
0: Yep, the Misty cave, or whatever. Oh, it was um, a study
1: that was once Wendell's. It even says. Ah. Uh, and so she's, she's going to patch the computer into an outside line. Which, in 1977, or 78, I'm guessing this issue was, was, uh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, outside like, lines. It's high tech. Yeah. Uh, and Luke starts to talk about his story. Blah, 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 yeah. blah.
0: So we finally get the explanation. So, essentially, he got a job offer by a snappy dressing dude. Uh, Like, his boss says he has a job only he can do, and he will pay. So, you know, he he gathered it would be a shady job, but he thought, I'll go along and see what it is anyway. So they go to this really awesome house. um, You know, this, like, big manor. Yeah. And he goes in and Bushmaster's there. And uh, Luke Cage knows a Bushmaster, apparently he's a European brother that's been given the Magia, which is the mafia in Marvel, yeah. uh, so much grief, wiping him out so he can take over. And Luke Cage decides then, okay, you know, I'm going to walk out. Um Although Bushmaster says he is a villain.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: uh, he blackmails Luke Cage because he has Claire Temple and Noah Bernstein as uh oh, his yes, prisoners. Yes, yeah. yeah. And there's even a gun pointed to the back of Claire Temple's head. And, yes, Claire Temple is the uh, controversial figure in the Netflix shows that has appeared in all of them except for Jessica Jones Season 2, right?
1: Yes. She wasn't in that? She wasn't. Yeah. But in the comics, um, she's a doctor. Oh, she's a doctor. Yeah, she's a. I think she's a nurse in the TV show. I don't know. Whether. Yeah, in the TV
0: in the- show, she's like a hybrid between Night Nurse and yeah. Claire Temple. Yeah. Well, she's quite Temple with, like, the character of Night Nurse there, but in the comic, she's just a doctor. She doesn't, like, treat superheroes or anything. But um, she
1: does date Luke, or has dated Luke. Yeah,
0: she's dated Luke from the start at this yeah. point, if I'm,
1: Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah.
0: So, and, uh, Noah Bernstein is the doctor who, uh, did the powers. procedure. Yeah. But he's a good doctor. He's not, like, an evil doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Uh, So Bushmaster basically says, I want you to go find this woman. Uh, I knew her as Maya Corday. Her name's Misty Knight. Uh, Luke's like, what happens when she gets here? And Bushmaster says, it's not really your business.
0: Yeah. So this, as I said, this whole uh, Misty and Bushmaster thing is actually shown on panel. Like, it's covered in Marvel Team Up 63 and 64. Um, Like, this is definitely like a direct follow-up to that. Um... But Luke Cage is like, "What happens after she's here? That need not concern you. I'm a generous man with those who help me, Cage, and I'm aware that the price of a righteous man comes higher than most. So I offer you more than your friends' lives. I offer you your freedom. Gadget, show the man your wares. I don't think Luke Cage needs any more encouragement.
1: <laughs> no, but this is a big. So, so this is what they really it, need in the in yeah, the play.
0: it does come in to yeah. play. Um, and Gadget Man, he was in the first two issues, wasn't he?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Yeah, because I've read the first two issues of Power Man yeah. and the one where he hits up Doctor Doom for money. Uh,
1: oh, that's but... so awful. That's so great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just one of those things you have to read when you see it. You yeah, know what I mean? you do.
1: You really like, do.
0: Because you want to know the context. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, uh, Gadget has evidence that Striker. Planted
1: the drugs uh, yeah. that got Luke convicted in the first place. So now we actually have clear yeah. evidence that can exonerate Luke is out on the table, which has not been before. Yeah. So you can see how the desire to not to like you know prove his innocence is is the motivating factor, along with the fact that his friends are being threatened with death.
0: Yes. And we have our shades and Comanche making a comeback. Yeah, he says and, I'm uh, going to
1: send them to watch you. Um and Luke yeah basically... Luke
0: says he can't punch his way out of this yeah
1: and which he's... is
0: kind of what he tries to do anyway yeah. <laughs> like when he punches through the wall to get Misty but
2: yeah
1: um so Luke's basically telling Danny and that you know. I was boxed in. I thought the best thing to do was to try and go through with the caper and then play it by ear. Misty comes back in the room and says, good plan, Lucas. So she clearly knows who he is by now. Uh, it would have yeah. gotten me killed for sure and left Bushmaster owning you body and soul if he doesn't already. Um, what's he got on you that you're so afraid of, Cage? Um, oh, because Luke hasn't actually told them about the evidence. Um Yeah. So he's in his head he's going, Do you actually tell them now or do you lie? Yeah. And and Luke says, I'm a con. I did I was doing twenty years for hard time for pushing Skag. I escaped, I was framed, Bushmaster has a videotape that proves it.
0: And Missy's like, Well, I'm glad you told the truth because I knew that and rapture, if he did yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he didn't I would have called the cops but uh not that I think they would have done much good, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What are you gonna do? Shoot him?
1: Uh, but, uh, so they all agree to they all they all make a plan
0: a to super go team to up.
1: Seagate Prison. Yeah, super uh, friends,
0: the B list version.
1: Pretty much do um, their thing.
0: And this, I love this panel of Seagate.
1: Yeah, it's really crazy. It's 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 got a it's got, a, a crazy little heron flying around.
0: Yeah, it's got like a pelican flying, which is bizarre. Yeah. But I love like the mist. Oh, yeah. Stuff that just reminds me of like the old horror comics. It's definitely um,
1: got the Alcatraz vibe. Yeah. Because
0: they're going definitely. there on a
1: speedboat and everything.
0: So. Yeah. Well, Luke's by himself in the speedboat. Oh, um, uh, and he's, yeah, he's carrying uh, Luke. Uh, no. He's not carrying Luke. He's uh, Danny and Misty are on paragliders.
1: Yes. Which is um, the best. Obviously,
0: Colleen didn't come because she's got a broken arm now. I wonder so. how
1: she got that, Luke.
0: Yeah, I think a bookcase fell on her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so da- Danny and Misty decided to help work because they're just good people. They're like, you know what? We're going to help you, buddy. Even though you're, like, being a weirdo. Um,
1: yeah, and Danny's sort of s- thinking, oh, it's a good job... I- good job Misty leaked word to the local paper that I was killed when the brownstone fell on me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So he won't so, yeah, be expecting any trouble. Well yeah, right yeah, now. Um,
0: so uh Danny goes all James Bond and like just takes out this guard while jumping down from a yeah. rider Uh and uh Missy's overshooting the wall but she uses her bionic arm to stop her yeah. because the non bionic arm can't take the strain. Which is like a, a weird panel but cool detail I guess. Yeah. Uh you know. Wasn't really necessary for the plot, but hey, why not? It's, yeah, it's it's an it's action nice. comic yeah. you want like little action bits some action bits. yeah um, yeah
1: so then they go looking for the hostages um Misty finds Claire wakes her up decides it'll take too long to explain things <laughs> and knocks her out again with a bionic nerve pinch see Luke you don't have to throw her across the room
0: there's a lot of people getting knocked out in these issues there's a
1: lot <laughs> it's much easier
0: it, yeah, this has a pretty funny payoff later, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so they're taking out the guards. Uh, Danny and his stealth outfit, obviously. Yeah. Like, just, I would just keep, like, the the glider stuff on.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was much less obvious than the massive collar. Yeah.
0: But he always does that. He always does, like, ninjutsu stealth that he learned in Kunlun, but, like, yeah. with his giant yellow collar. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think this collar... Is there a more obvious collar, like, to stand out? Pretty much, no. Even white can blend in. The yeah. yellow
1: is just like... <laughs> uh, Luke comes in like a nut, busting through doors, because that's what he does.
0: On your toes, turkeys! Because Power Man is busting through. And then he stops yelling, and he goes, and I ain't stopping until I get my hands on Bushmaster. I'm assuming he stops yelling because like, the speech bubble wasn't covered in red stuff anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, basically, they were hoping to get Claire and Dr. Bernstein before Luke uh, made his move, mm-hmm. but they couldn't find Dr. Bernstein, so... Um, Misty's like, we've got Cage's girl, you want to play it safe and call it quits so all, you've got the chance. And Danny's like, what the hell, man? We've got to get all the hostages.
1: And the tapes.
0: <laughs> and the tapes, yeah. yeah. Um, so he tells um, her you to get take Claire, Claire to say,
1: off, yeah, and he'll carry on. Yeah. Uh, Misty goes off um, says she's a little bit on edge Um, Danny's nervousness must be catching Um, she's not like Bushmaster to leave loose ends lying around if they're healthy it's only because he needs them question is for what Um, she comes across Luke Cage fighting some guards says I'll take some of the pressure out starts shooting them tells him to run for cover and he says little mama that's music to my ears (laughs)
0: And, uh, Claire starts to wake up. And, uh, you know, he goes, everything's gonna be fine. And Claire goes, forget about me. Bushmaster's taken no to the solitary confinement levels, working day and night since we arrived. I was trying to tell your gun-toting idiot partner when she knocked me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Misty just thinks it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so
0: she, she had valuable information, but Misty just knocked her out before she could <laughs> say it. So, um, it's, it's, it's funny how there's like a. There's a goof like that. I yeah. like it. Um, it makes it more interesting. Yeah, it makes uh, it more
1: human as well. Um, yeah, exactly. Like Missy they, says, they "Don't." Miss basically says, "Don't worry, I'm just looking for him." Uh, and it's like you get Claire to safety. I'll go. Um, and then off Luke goes.
0: Yeah. So right now, um, I do like how Shades and Comanche have their own like mini supervillain outfits. By the way. Oh yeah,
1: they're the best.
0: Like there's even a C for Comanche, but they're they're really just two thugs. They don't have any powers yeah. or anything um, at this point.
1: At this point, yeah. So yeah. Um, Danny's moving too fast for them. He's trying to get to the uh, to the solitary levels, decides the fastest way through is to iron fist through the wall. Yeah, um, because
0: if he, they're setting up an ambush for him behind the door, yeah. and he's like, well if I punch through the wall next to the door, then they're not going to yeah. see it coming. And they don't. Mm-hmm. And we get another Shakao as he punches through the wall and uh comanche and i guess the punch is so hard that comanche and Shays has got erased from existence <laughs> because we don't see them again. they
1: certainly got erased <laughs> for the rest of the issue let's assume they got yeah. knocked out um yeah pretty much
0: um and danny comes in on the
1: room with dr Burstein in
0: yeah who was in a wheelchair was he in a wheelchair the whole he got uh did he get in that from the initial explosion like uh, the experiment
1: I don't know exactly when, but he—it's not unexpected to see him in the wheelchair. I think okay, I think it's yeah. sometime around there, or some other thing that happened. Like it's a long time yeah. since I've read it, but um, mm,
0: yeah. Danny comments that all this crazy machinery is like out of the space age, because John Byrne's drawing it, so everything's out of the space age, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, I'm totally. That. Um,
1: and uh, yeah, Doctor telling him Avengers? to get away. <laughs> Is it get away before it's too late, and then something comes and whacks Luke, uh, Danny yeah. in the back?
0: Huge kidney shot that sends him flying through the hole that he just made in the.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, he flies past Luke apparently. <laughs> yeah,
0: Iron Fitz, That kid went by here like he was shot out of a cannon. Christmas as Bernstein's lad, better equipped than ever. Greetings, Mr. Cage. I've been hoping against hope that I pass the cross again. Bushmaster. So, uh, Bushmaster's angry that Cage broke the agreement, and for that transaction uh, transgression, mm. he is going to kill him with his bare hands. So they start throwing down.
1: Yeah, bit of punching. And
0: Luke's like, that was my Sunday punch. If that don't take him, I don't know, what will. See, mm. I'm not familiar with Luke's... Uh, I, I've Arsenal. never heard
1: him refer to a Sunday punch before. Okay, so that's so, a new thing, yeah. <laughs> um, he's talking about how hard Bushmaster's hitting him, so he realises from this that Burstein has probably been being forced to make Bushmaster stronger. Second power man. Yeah, another power man. Yeah. Burstein yeah. says, I had no choice. He was threatening to torture Claire. Um, it's I, like, I'm sorry. Me, I'm an old man. Oh. But then he goes, oh, unless... Iron Fist, wake up, please. So he goes over oh. to Iron Fist, who's nursing his head. Um, says, Power Man's fighting for his life. Uh, <laughs> Iron Fist is then carrying Burstein, Burstein away. Um, he doesn't try to explain as he leaves. Yeah,
0: because um, like, uh, Luke Cage is like, stay out of this, kid. Bushmaster's all yeah. mine. And he goes, I understand, Cage. And he carries... Noah Bernstein out, and Bernstein's hammering on his chest, going, you coward, what the hell, but Danny recently had his mano-a-mano duel with uh, Davos. Yeah. So, so like, he understands that it's a matter of, you know, Luke Cage proving that he's...
1: Can do this.
0: Like, yeah, because it was like, you know, Danny needs to prove that he could fight without the power of the iron fist. Like, Luke needs to prove that he can fight, you know, a guy on equal footing, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you it know, otherwise... Yeah, um, although uh, there's a lovely thing where he gets hit over the head with a beam, mm-hmm. and the sound effect is just like Kong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, it's pretty cool. Um, but you know, Luke psychs himself up, he gets back, and they're fighting over God, what's the, what do you call one of those things? Um, I called
0: it a girder, but Carl yeah. kept correcting me. But Carl's wrong, like so I'm going to keep calling it a girder. I think it looks um, like a
1: girder. I don't know where you'd get a girder on a boat, but like whatever that bit, it looks like a girder, but a boat version. Yeah. Um, and they're base. Oh, they're basically fighting over it. Um, yeah,
0: my girder. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, until suddenly They'll... the beam punches. What's... Oh, it's a beam. Beam. If girder, you look something.
0: at when they're fighting over the girder, it looks like there's a. Silhouette like a dude behind them.
1: It does, but I think that's just an effect.
0: Yeah, me too. Because it has to be.
1: So they basically they punch this girder thing through a contain the chemical containment, and all the the hot chemicals come out. Um, and Luke notices it's the same gunk that helped him turn into Power Man. um, It's burning me inside out. Blah blah. blah, Now we're fighting. Yeah, and it's like even.
0: It's even burning them, despite the fact that they have, like, yeah. unbreakable skin. And then um, he
1: notices that it's getting too near the power lines.
0: He's like, uh-oh, and then it hits the power line. Yeah, and you, you think get, you're like, a oh, nice you're get
1: electrocution, a bit of Kirby crackle, um, and a little bit of uh, fuzzy... They turn fuzzy. into super,
0: super power men. Yeah,
1: pretty much. They don't, but no. they...
0: There is a huge explosion. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: A, just a whole chunk of the Seagate wall just, like, blows... Uh, gods of Kunlun. Yeah. That explosion from the lower levels of cages fighting. Bushmaster and Misty somewhere inside. And uh, so... Yeah,
1: Danny's he's wondering why he can't find Misty. So he's trying to run back to find her. He finds Luke um, <laughs> under a collapsed section of the prison.
2: Yeah,
0: and Luke's fine. Yeah. yeah. Danny's like, that's incredible. And you've won too. Your friends are safe.
1: And then Luke's like, "Yeah, but, oh, but without uh, the tape, I'm still no more escape con. He's like, so uh, grumpy, be happy, take the win. God,
0: the self-pity patrollers in full force. <laughs> hey, Luke, my mum was eaten by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he finds that out. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Before my very eyes. <laughs>
1: yeah. But then Misty shows oh. up and says, it's okay, maybe it won't matter. Um... He's like, you're going to wave think- your magic wand to make everything cool, Mama? And she says something like that. She's holding up Gadget Man.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And Gadget Man still has the tape. Yeah. And uh, she's like, you know, he has a desire to see Justice done. He's like, well, not exactly like that. And then she points the gun to his head <laughs> and cocks the trigger. And he's like, yeah, here's the tape. <laughs> I'm like, what? When I read that, I was like, whoa.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, was,
0: that was crazy. I expected her to, like, threaten him with, like, a punch or something, but, like, just pointing a gun to his head was pretty funny. Then all Uh, the heroes
1: take off on their boat. Uh, we find out Comanche and Shades are locked in a cell. Um, Danny's or Danny or Misty, doesn't matter, says Colleen will be furious at having to miss it. Um... And that must be. I don't know. It can't be Luke saying that Colleen will be mad. But anyway, somebody says I. My only regrets that Bushmaster died by accident. I'd like to have done the job myself. Oh, that's Misty saying it then. Uh, and Luke yeah. says, "You think he's dead, Mama? We never found his body." And then finally, Misty snaps yeah. and says, "Cage, I'll say this once. I'm not your mama, sweet or otherwise. Dig." And I'm like, "Yes, Misty. <laughs> say it for all of us." <laughs>
0: As for Bushmaster, he's really buried under tons of rubble. No one could have survived that explosion. Then Luke aptly points out, well, I did. So, yeah. you know, there's no reason Bushmaster couldn't survive that. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to point out. Cage is saying, oh, I've never been hit this hard when he's being hit by Bushmaster.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's
0: like, dude, you got punched across a street last <laughs> issue. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> pretty sure that was harder than what Bushmaster was I'm doing. I'm pretty sure oh. too. No, I think that was just, like, WWE commentary. They're like, I've never seen anything like this before at every new paper event because they got to make it seem exciting. So he can't say, this is the second hardest punch I've ever had.
1: He has no Actually, memory. he could because
0: they did that. Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um, uh-huh. And there's another thing. When uh, Misty and Danny are taking out the guards near the start, uh-huh. Misty's like, oh, he's changed so much since he fought Still Serpent. You know, the yeah. innocence is gone. And I'm like, well, when did Danny have innocence? <laughs> like, he he was not street smart. Street smart. No. Um, like, did he get street smarts by losing maybe his he's, I think Danny Maybe was he's, always he's crazy, not you
1: know? trusting people as much, but he seems fairly trusting in this. Given the circumstances in which Luke turned up in his life. You know, he's still like, oh, I don't sense that he's a killer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then like he goes and rescues all, like Dr. Bernstein as well. So, um, yeah, I thought that line was a bit weird, but whatever. Um, yeah, uh, what did you think of the issue?
1: Um, I thought I... Uh, I, like them as a, I like them as a pair of issues. I don't know if I could say yeah. which one I like the most. I like the team all coming together and working together, and I like the next issue a lot as well. So, you know, they're definitely I ones Luke's, I'd recommend uh, to everyone. Luke's better in the second one for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you gotta read this if you're an Iron Fist fan. They're important two issues. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the. This isn't. This is still Power Man, and the next issue is when it starts being yeah. Power Man and the Iron Fist. Uh, and next issue is Freedom! Cage's first night as a free man may turn out to be his last. That is, if Stiletto and Discus have anything to say about it. Oh no, Stiletto! <laughs> what will they ever do? I love that last panel, though. Yeah. Look how big Danny's collar is. It's like. so big.
1: It's <laughs> like peak, this is like peak holidays for him.
0: Yeah, it's like because there's a big boat. There's a boat. The boat's in the distance, and it's just all their little shadows. But Danny's shadow is huge because of the collar. Um, like he looks like head and shoulders taller than everyone else. Um, art was great. That's to be expected, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just because it's to be expected, we're not going to stop pointing it out. Um. Yeah, they're, they're a good two parter. Um, I didn't mind going through them this time as much as last time. hmm. Uh, I really like the touch of, like, uh, Misty knocking Claire out was, you know. Cough. Yeah, and, like, that, that ended up just biting him in the butt. As you said, it's, like, a very human mistake. Yeah. To make during this, it just makes the whole sequence feel more organic and exciting. Um, it's like, I don't know, it's it's a little touch, but little touches do that. Like, they're nice, yeah, still, I mean, like
1: we're so used to like, not ever having any flaws and it all just working. Yeah, but it's, it's so just,
0: formulaic. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the thing with the phone in the first one. It's just like, they're things people would actually do, good or bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like little things like that add a lot more than you'd think mm-hmm. to stories like this, because otherwise it's just a straight-up action story, you know? Um, but yeah, no, uh, good two issues. Uh, I guess, do you have anything else to add?
1: Nope, I think, uh, I'm good. Read them, everyone.
0: Yeah, it's a shame Colleen missed out on, uh, the big party at the end, but, you know...
1: She'll have a moment.
0: She she had some pretty cool moments in your She did, actually. ...issue, uh... So, yeah, because I'm a big fan of Colleen. I still still don't like how they went the romance route in the show. We knew it was going to happen, but, yeah, Yeah. it's it's a shame. Um, But whatever. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Yep. Um, Yeah. So until next time, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, If I sounded a bit off, I'm sorry. It is my second time covering this. Uh, But I'm sure Rebecca picked up the slack for me.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: (laughs) Um, So yeah, until next time, may your skin become unto like a thing of iron. And take care. Peace. Just putting this in now because, well, we forgot to do it earlier. But you can pick up this issue in the Iron Fist Essential Collection. It's not in... The Power Man and Iron Fist Essential Collection. You have to get Iron Fist to read these two issues if you're getting the Black and White Essentials. You can also get it in the Power Man and Iron Fist Epic Collection Volume 1, which is still in print. So, yeah, go grab go grab that. It's a good book. Uh, and the single issues, 48 goes for a bit more than 49, but you can get them both relatively cheap, but I would recommend just getting the Epic Collection to save yourself some money. It seems to be the cheapest option. And we also had a new theme song at the start of this episode, so I want to thank Peter John Sikoski. I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, but I'm pretty sure I got it right. Uh, but thank him, thank you very much for the new intro for the Power Man and Iron Fist run. Peace everyone. Iron Fist, and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sons of the dragon podcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon, our Twitter, at IronFist Podcast, our SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com forward slash sons of the Dragon, hyphen's where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search IronFist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the Literature section, and last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the immortal artist podcast.wordpress.com, that's where I put all the show notes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening!